welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and I'm here with Vicki and Kim, <laughs> and we are being very social with one another this morning. There's three of us, and we're Yay. together chatting. Yeah. It's It's gonna... been a while since we've been really in the same place yeah and we're not even in the same place we're today not. but at least we're making eye contact which yeah, is good we are. we're in the same like social space yeah right right yeah. because we're talking about socialization <laughs> good, so, good segue and, and we've already cracked ourselves up several times so we might be laughing a little more than usual it which is a good not, thing it does not take much to get us laughing <laughs> we're we're pretty yeah yeah so socialization yeah this is a this is a big word for homeschoolers and there's a lot of um, folks outside the homeschooling world who when they hear homeschooling immediately begin to worry about socialization so uh, we thought it would be important and helpful to spend a little time talking about why socialization is important why people worry that homeschoolers will not get the socialization opportunities that they need, how we can graciously answer yeah. <laughs> those concerns. Absolutely. And we're going to be social among the three of us while we Indeed. do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's the most terrifying question often that new homeschoolers face. You know, people say, but what about socialization? And so I, one of the things I appreciate is the meme. Have you seen the meme, you know, like, socialization you use that word i'm not sure you know what it means it's from like the, the yeah from princess bride yes. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah oh beautiful beautiful yeah. yeah so okay you're you're the counselor type vicky why don't yeah. you give us the definition what does socialization mean okay so can i nerd out because people don't understand what socialization means and homeschooling is the perfect socialization tool in my opinion so this is what it literally means all right it means to pass on the norms customs ideologies skills and habits of one generation to the next wow should i say it again yeah you should all right it's to pass on the norms customs ideologies skills and habits from one generation to the next. So the things that are important to a culture to be passed on so that the children of that culture can then replicate it and make it their own and then pass that on. So it's how a culture maintains itself. Wow. And wow. is, is homeschooling the perfect place to do that? Yeah, I was going to say, dare we say, it's probably easier to do that in a homeschooling setting than it is to do in a traditional classroom setting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so we think about, like, all of us with goals. We, we That's what we're working on, right? Yeah. So why do people mean something different and use that word? Because <laughs> yeah. I think that most people, when they say, what about socialization, are worried that your child will not know how to play well with others. Right. Well, isn't that part of passing on the the norms and the customs, you know, is and the skills mm. is how to talk to other kids and yeah. other adults. 
but who says you have to go to a classroom to do that and be with a bunch of age segregated mm. kids in a culture that teaches children to be chaotic. I mean, in my day, what it taught us is you sit down and shut up in the classroom and don't think for yourself. And now, mm. you know, I, I know so many of our kids who are teachers now and uh, or I have teachers that are friends and they say, you know, in our, our current culture, the, the, the classroom atmosphere isn't sit down and shut up. It's get out the cell phone and play and talk to your neighbor. Right. Like it's, it's more a rambunctious atmosphere. Now, is that the norms? You know, is that life skills? Is that teaching how to respect one another? Is that teaching you how to be successful in the workplace? You know, chaos? No, I don't think so. So I, I think we teach our kids, those of us, if we think about it, we're teaching our kids to have good manners and good communication and respect for one another. And those are, are that's socialization much better than an age-segregated chaotic. Do I sound like I feel very passionate about this? <laughs> a, li- a little bit. And you hit on one of my huge things, too, is the whole age segregation thing. Mm-hmm. That is one of the things that I love most about homeschooling is that we don't live in these age segregated bubbles or, or boxes um, that don't really exist in other places in our society. So I always think it's that part of it is actually doing the exact opposite of what you just shared with us is really the definition of socialization. It it really is. um, It's so artificial. Yeah. Have you noticed that when we take our kids on field trips, that they would always ask questions or, or talk to the, um, the docent Mm -hmm. or the, you know, the, the leader of, from the field trip people. And, uh, and they would always be surprised, you know, look at, you know, how come your kids talk to us? And we said, because they're socialized. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So it's funny because one of the things then that, that, um, people get nervous about is, are we just going to have these kids who only know how to be with adults and Uh who don't know how to be with, with peers. Mm -hmm. And I find it interesting that we, expect that children should generally be taught by those who are a bit older, more experienced and wiser about Mm -hmm. just about everything else in life. And somehow we think that um, they should only learn about being with their peers from their peers who also don't have any experience. (laughs) It's really, isn't that kind of weird that like we have this idea that only peers can teach you how to deal with your peers. A wee bit ironic, that, don't we think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that is that is one lovely thing to remember is if you have a, a kid who is who is socialized, who understands how to interact with others, who understands um, um, manners and graces, and who also understands the importance of communication and asking questions and engaging with people around you, when they're with their peers, isn't it possible that they will want to engage with them? that they will want to ask questions, that they will want to, you know, get to, like, I, I don't know why we think that that's going to be separate. I mean, I know in my personal experience with my kids, that was simply not the case. I, I had one kid who, when he was three, I think, I made a t-shirt for him that said, I'm talking and I can't shut up. He was one of those kids who talked to everyone all the time. He loved to talk to grown-ups, loved, loved, loved to talk to grown-ups. But that didn't, stop when he was with peers then he just loved to talk with his peers he loved to talk with his peers so i don't know why people get worried that that we have to segregate it any ideas as to how we can like address that fear for people why why do they think it's 
Yeah, why why does age segregated classroom mean success in right. peer orientation? Mm-hmm. And I I I think these days we have some power to say, okay, well look look at some of the negative results you see. That's not quite fair though, because it looking at only the negative is not good. Um so when when I get people asking me, what about socialization and and how come your kids can interact with other people and they've never been in a classroom? Uh, I just tell them they're trained. You know, one of the lessons we work on is social intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, which is um, you know how to notice what other people are saying and thinking and how to communicate and how to listen and how to be polite and inclusive and how to create team you know mm-hmm. that's it's it when you make interactions with people part of the curriculum you end up with kids that are base have skills that can take them into life and be successful mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah I, I'm just thinking of um I watched the Tonys last night I don't have to worry about spoiler alert I don't think because they were actually broadcast the night before and by the time y'all listen to this, who knows how long it'll be. <laughs> but uh, one of the big shows on Broadway right now is Mean Girls. Ah. And if you've ever seen that show, it's it's adorable because it's this girl that was homeschooled in Africa. And she comes into, you know, a traditional American school setting. And all the things she learns about socialization are all the things that we don't like about socialization until the very end. So if you ever want a cool thing to do with your family, talking about socialization in school, watch that movie with them. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we can, we can run into mean people in any group of people. It's like, no matter what group of people, people are in, they have to have skills for interaction. And those skills are taught and they are also caught by watching oh, the yes. parents and the people they're around. Mm-hmm. So that it, but it very intentionally, people need to be taught manners and listening and talking politely and inclusiveness. Mm-hmm. And I think the yeah. other, I'm sorry, go ahead, Sabrina. No, 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 go ahead. You're good. I, I think no. the other side of what people think of when they think of socialization is then they picture this homeschooled child either you know, sort of change in the basement or to their kitchen table and never to leave the home and only to be, you know, maybe indoctrinated in, you know, in the worst case kind of scenarios that they picture in their mind. Um, They just picture this kid that's isolated. Right. So they're not exposed to other people. And, you know, sure, there are probably places where that's maybe what you have to do because, you're geographically way distant, but that is not really the norm or the experience of the vast majority of homeschoolers around the world. Um, homeschooling actually gives us the opportunity to expose our kids to so many more different people um, than if they were just in a traditional classroom setting and different scenarios, different situations. You know, we, we go on field trips, we, we you know, we go to the library, we work in groups and co-ops and all those kinds of things. So we create relationships that are way more, um, um, way less artificial. I, I want to say genuine, not in the sense How that about you, intentional. I'm intentional. Here there intentional. you go. I think that as homeschoolers, yes. we're intentionally socializing our kids. There you go. I like that. And that 
perhaps is why people are puzzled by it because they haven't realized that it can happen very intentionally and perhaps happens best when it's intentional, when it's taught, when it's modeled, and when you are intentionally exposing kids to different types of situations and then equipping them to deal well with those situations. Right. And our students are still participating in sports teams and uh, choirs and drama productions and church activities and all the things that you think of that a grown-up might do someday. Our kids are doing those things. And kids, the things that, that kids do, our kids are doing those things. They have friends that are not homeschooled and they you know, hang out with their friends and they go to the movies and all those things. Just, um, you mean just like they're, normal they're like kids? People. Yeah, it's <laughs> wow. amazing. Because I think, that, you know, yeah, sometimes these people that when they hear homeschooling, they think you're automatically going to like go into some kind of weird cult or something as opposed to just, this is how we're going to live our lives and it's not going to be like yeah. you like you picture one of one of the hazards of being a homeschool mom in at least in our part of the country here on the east coast there are so many opportunities mm. that we can turn into absolute soccer moms like we're totally never home overwhelmed and uh, that it does take a balance of how much community interaction makes a healthy family and mm. that's different for all families but I, we have no end to resources here for our kids. Like our kids have been involved in, like you said, drama productions and choirs and church youth groups and homeschool youth groups and debate teams and civil air patrol. Yeah. Um, um, service organizations, volunteer work of all different flavors. Yeah. It, it just according to the kids and what their interests and abilities are, our, our kids in this local community are busy as what it makes a mighty fine looking transcript too i might say it sure does and quite frankly sometimes homeschooling actually gives our students our families the flexibility to pursue things and in some ways be even more socialized if you if you want to follow that common because they're not wasting time at school all day long yep. you know with just vacuous space yep. so they're investing very well into their yeah. their interest yeah. and ability so but uh, to keep a balance is also part of that yeah so I, I think maybe what I'm hearing us say is that there's not one right way to socialize oh. our kids yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got it there's in there. not Woo. one right way but we have to <coughs> pardon me we have to address a couple of negatives that are genuine things that come up and just in the interest of our seventh sisters out there who just, we want to encourage them to think about this and be intentional about mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. There are certain um, settings that our kids are going to encounter without us as they, especially as they come into teen years and are approaching adulthood, that we just want to make sure we have kind of talked them through. Um, mm-hmm. There are some, uh, I'm trying to think of the word I want, because I, I don't want to sound like mean, but it, I keep thinking motor vehicle and, and motor vehicle <laughs> employees should not be maligned. They have a hard life and I would not want to work in the motor vehicle department for any That's state. So but... Gracious of you, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know those, those situations where there are certain directions and protocols and you have to stand in this line and you can only use the kiosk for this. And when you get to there, don't ask this person a bunch of questions because they're not the person who can answer your questions anyway. Um, when you go to college orientation, there are there are places where it's kind of like cattle in shoots, and you just sort of have to to do the thing. And 
I think that people, I, I have heard a lot of people genuinely, that's the sort of situation they're worried about. Well, is your kid going to know how to handle those things when you're not there to hold their hand and walk them through? And one of the things there is teach your children to follow directions. Oh, yeah. look around. Oh, my, yes. <laughs> to see the big sign on the wall when you enter a motor vehicle that says, the kiosk is to be used for this and this. You sign in here. Don't ask that person any questions. Just sign in. Mm-hmm. Your number will be called. When your number is called, go talk to the person who can help you. You know, but just teach them to follow directions. That's a big piece of, of how we navigate unfamiliar social settings yeah and and you're right is they because we get to intentionally socialize Mm -hmm. our kids doesn't mean that they're not going to run into situations where they have to follow somebody else's rules Mm -hmm. because they have to learn that so you follow directions you follow rules how to be polite in a setting where you don't agree with everything Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. right sometimes those rules and those directions don't make sense to you and you could build a better mousetrap but it's not your mouse trap to build. So you ah. just need to be the mouse and walk through the maze and get the cheese. And then they will also... <laughs> you like Sorry. that? <laughs> I'm somewhere, I'm caught somewhere in life between it's not my mouse trap and it's not my monkey. So I'm just confused. Sounds another t-shirt, Kim. <laughs> oh, it could be a t-shirt. Yes. Stay tuned for Seven Sisters t-shirt giveaway. <laughs> Sayings that only you and the three of us will understand. <laughs> Okay, and speaking of that, now we've got it. We've got to address the real biggie here. If you are homeschooling your children and you want to intentionally socialize them and do a good job of it, you must teach them how to form a circle in a group. (laughs) You must teach them how to take one paper and pass the rest. (laughs) And you must teach them how to line up because these are two things that homeschoolers don't get a lot of practice in and they will be mocked in public settings right and and the kids in school settings do all the time when when we were doing the homeschool youth group for years and years it was so funny at the beginning of every group when we would do the games and they'd have to form a circle oh my goodness we practically had to body position people to (laughs) (laughs) i i love homeschoolers making fun of homeschoolers so yeah that's how we started our day we said it's just not a good day if you don't laugh at yourself Indeed. and that's an important part of being a good socialized yeah. person yeah. yeah but part of part of the things our kids will run into as they're socialized intentionally or you know they run into people at the grocery store or they take a class at the community college and you know getting dual credit is they're going to run into people with different ideologies oh, than them and part of socialization is passing down ideologies to our teens. Mm-hmm. And the at teenage level, kids need to question, they need to listen, they need mm-hmm. to, you know, like be exposed to other ideologies. So, you know, going in here and other things is fine. Having them equipped with the tools to hear other ideologies, to have a foundation um, that they can say, okay, that's interesting. Let me talk to you about that. But to know how to think about thoughts is a really good idea, Mm. which is one reason Seven Sisters has, we have two different branches of how you equip your kids to think. Mm -hmm. And one is our free apologetics course. 
that yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Sabrina's dad actually put together for us because he was a classics professor at the University of Delaware for many so years. Cool. So and cool. he has this absolutely delightful free um, like PowerPoint yeah. with voiceover so it's no prep. Yeah. And the kids really love it. So that, you know, they can be exposed to how to think about their faith. Mm -hmm. And then we have also a philosophy curriculum that's very fun and accessible, written by my oldest son, Mm -hmm. Dr. Micah Tillman, who's a philosopher. And what he did is he put philosophy and how to think philosophically, you know, how to recognize philosophy in the world around you at a high school level. Yeah, in four questions. Right? In four simple questions. Yeah. So to give our kids those tools, that's part of socialization. Yes. Mm-hmm. We also, now while we're plugging, we even have my my lovely friend and colleague here, Vicki, wrote uh, Social Skills for Little Guys, yeah. um, which is also another great product that's in our uh, ebook store. Yeah, it's the yeah. 10 social skills that we taught all of our kids, mm-hmm. like how to enter a conversation, you yeah. know, and so we give it to teenagers all the time. We just don't give them the cover page that say it's for kids. Amen. I was just going <laughs> to say, I used to work on a college campus, and one day I was sitting mediating a roommate conflict. And realized that they didn't know how to, it was basically boiled down to, they didn't know how to say please, thank you, or take turns. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And I thought, hmm. They profound. needed some socialization. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can put your kids on the fast track. Yeah. But interestingly, when you look at research on homeschoolers, like the, the, if you go to the National Home Education Research Institute, I can talk. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> NHERI's website, they are like a storehouse of research that's been done on a peer-reviewed academic, so it's valid, you know, like academic research. Respectable, rigorous yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, the homeschoolers tend to score better on tools of socialization, you know, where they, they do a test, you mm-hmm. know, on that, that's a valid test. They tend to do better than their peers because we do have that opportunity to intentionally invest these things in our teens. Mm-hmm. And just kind of to go circle back all the way to the very beginning, when you get those questions, kind of consider the source. And sometimes it's just some passerby in a brief conversation, and you can just give them a quick answer and move along and, and don't engage. But sometimes it's somebody really important to you and your family, like perhaps your own parents or your mother-in-law or whoever, and this gives you a genuine opportunity. They may very well be asking because they don't know and they really care. And it can be a real genuine opportunity. Um, my own parents, honestly, they were very skeptical and questioning. And now they go around telling other people how great homeschooling is. Uh-huh. Um, so uh-huh. it's not our jobs to convert the world to homeschool, and it's certainly not for everyone. Um, but you can in- engage in a relationship and over time just by being who they are, your kids will answer some of those questions. Yeah. So for people that know you well, your children walking the walk is going to show that. What about socialization? Oh, homeschoolers are socialized and successful. Absolutely. Yeah. And in all of that, we model what we want our kids to learn. And Mm -hmm. so we do think about the questions we're being asked. We answer them 
honestly, but with grace, like Kim is saying, considering the source, considering how, how much of a conversation it's really appropriate to have about this at this time, and how can we be passing along to others important information about the way our culture works, including our homeschool culture. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, if you want... Um, if you want anything further on this, there's a Facebook Live on the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook page on the videos. There's one called, um, I think it's called Dealing with the S Word. <laughs> I think it's what I called it. Ooh, what about socialization and how do you respond to people who are questioning that? Um, I cracked myself up. That, that's, that just made my whole day. I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah. She cracks us up too. Yeah. yeah. We crack each other up. We crack ourselves um, up. <laughs> And that's part of the fun of being a part of the culture and being a socialized individual who can have relationships and share humorous moments. And so we hope that this has been a humorous moment for you this morning, our seventh sisters. We are so glad that you allow us to be a part of your homeschool adventures and that you uh, let us enter into um, the decisions that you're making and the paths that you're mapping out and all those cool things that go into homeschooling your kids. We loved homeschooling our kids, and it is really a blessing to be able to still be a part of that in your lives and in your homeschools. So thank you for listening to the Homeschool High School podcast, and we hope that you will join us next time on the Homeschool High School podcast from 7SistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.